Hi, welcome to the 13th Warehouse, Friday the 13th TV series edition. I'm Vicki. And I'm Kim. And these are the episode credits for Friday the 13th the series, season 2, episode 23, The Maestro. Series created by Frank Mancuso Jr. and Larry B. Williams. Written by Karen Janigan. Directed by Timothy Bond. Original air date, May 22, 1989. So we're back with Season 2, Episode 23, The Maestro. Kim just contacted me. Her power's out for the day. They're doing some work around her house, so her power's going to be out most of the day. Why they're shutting off people's power on December 2nd, the day we're recording this, is beyond me. But fortunately, it's not as cold as it could be. So I'm just going to do this on my own. I'm not going to be doing it in pieces because, as I said, I was all ready to record and all my notes are written. So let's get started. Anton Pascola seems to be a tyrant dance company owner. He uses a music box to play the music his dancers are rehearsing to. It seems like the music is forcing them to dance because the male dancer begs Anton to make it stop. They keep dancing until both dancers leap and jump out of windows of the studio. In the next scene, Mickey, Jack, Ryan, and Grace are attending a performance. Grace is excited and says she would have given anything to have been able to dance with Pascola. So apparently the performance they're attending is Pascola's dance troupe. As we saw in the first scene, he has a limp, so I imagine he no longer dances, just instructs. We find out that Grace has been asked to dance in Pascolo's troupe. So all I could think of at this point was that if Grace was Ryan's girlfriend, then another one of Ryan's girlfriends was going to be dead by the end of the episode. (laughs) There's an announcement that the two dancers dancing, the lead, are replacing the two regular dancers. Grace tells the group, very matter-of-factly, that the two original leads committed suicide the night before. Nobody finds that strange. Nobody even reacts really to it. Jack does a little bit, but, you know... So another dancer named Anna is angry that she isn't dancing the solo. Anton drags her out of the backstage area and tells her that she doesn't have what it takes to play Shiva. She asks for another chance and says she'll do anything he wants. He says she's not good enough, but she can help him by going to the studio after the show to help him block the step. So after the performance, Mickey, Jack, Ryan, and Grace go backstage to bring Grace to see Anton. She's nervous and tells them that she doesn't know what to say to him and that he dances his troupe until they drop, which is a weird thing to say because she was excited to be dancing with him, which apparently she must have already known this is so, I don't know why that's an issue now, but, or what that has to do with her being nervous to meet him. It was just a weird line. Just then Anton comes out of the dressing room and welcomes her to the dance company. She drags Jack inside with her and she tells Anton that Jack is a good friend of her father, so not Ryan's girlfriend. He tells Jack that he has to... Shields Grace from all distractions. And a dancer's life is too short to think about anything else but dance. Anton tells her that his every word is her command as of right then. So Jack, who's trying to make conversation, mentions how he's looking forward to The Legend of Shiva next week. But Anton tells him that he's still in the process of choreographing it. And since he lost two dancers, he'll have to start all over again. I'm very much looking forward to The uh, Legend of Shiva next week. And so am I. I'm sorry, I don't understand I'm still choreographing it. I still need the finale, and unfortunately, after last night, I have to start again with new dancers. So he gives Grace a tape to study overnight. When he opens the cabinet to get the tape, Jack notices a symphonia in his cabinet. He says they're very rare, but Anton won't let him touch it. A symphonia? Do you know how rare they are? Do you mind if I... Yes. Yes, I do. He's abrupt about it, which gives Jack a little bit of a, I guess, strange feeling, odd feeling. 
suspicious feeling. Anton tells Grace that he sees potential in her, but she must be willing to sacrifice everything. And all these things he's saying, you could see Jack's expression, like, you know, this is too much. I don't know that he thinks something's wrong at this point, but he thinks this guy is just, like, very controlling. You could see it in his face. The sooner you lose your bad habits, the quicker you'll advance to larger roles. I'm not ready to. You are, if you want to be. I see many dancers, many recitals, Grace. Only a handful are invited to join us. I see real potential in you. But you have to be serious. You must be willing to sacrifice everything. Yes, yes, I will. Good. So that night when they get back to the store, Anne is watching the tape. Jack seems a little concerned about her. He says he spoke to her father, and you can see there's a little tension between her and her father, and she says he doesn't understand that I'm 18 now. So she's only 18. Her father is Jack's friend, and he probably told his friend that he'd take care of her. So it puts a lot of pressure on him. He also, you know, wants to make sure that she knows if she feels anything's weird, she can talk to Jack about it. Jack sees the tape and and notices that Anton uses the symphonia for rehearsals, and he thinks that's odd. He's using the symphonia. Well, Pascola doesn't even allow musicians in the studio when he's choreographing. Only the dancers. It's very odd. I mean, he uses videotape. Why not use a tape recorder or something more modern for the music? I'm sorry. Uncle Jack, I've got to learn this. Could I be alone? Oh, sure. Sorry. Sure. Jack just thinks it's weird that he's using technology to videotape, but he won't use technology for the music. But Grace dismisses it and says she needs to, to learn the tape. But we see Jack is getting more skeptical about the whole thing. So we get back to the rehearsal hall and Anton's talking to himself. He's watching the video of the dancers leaping out of the window and saying to himself he only needed five more minutes. And Anna arrives. So he makes her put her hand on the symphonia case and pledge her heart. Pledge, not donate. Sorry. (laughs) If you know, you know. He makes her pledge her heart and soul to the dance. Repeat after me. I dedicate my body and soul to the dance. I dedicate my body and soul to the dance. So Jack is suspicious, and he goes straight for the manifest, which he should. I was going to get angry if they didn't go to the manifest, because there are times when things are so obvious, and they don't check the manifest because they think it's nothing. But this time, he does think it's something, but he's not sure. He tells Ryan he's not sure. So back at the studio, Anna's still dancing, and Anton says something about her death will bring rebirth. She wants to stop, but he tells her to keep dancing. Then he says, show me what it tells you to do. And she dances and dances, blood flying out of her mouth, and she collapses. I guess whatever they do while dancing becomes part of his choreography. Because when she first started dancing, he set the scene by telling her the others leaped away and left her alone, which is what happened with the other two. They jumped out the window. But he's also angry that she only gave him one new sequence before she died. So earlier, I was trying to figure out what this thing did. When I first saw that he was limping, I was thinking, because I've watched how many episodes of this at this point, that he'd have to kill people to be able to walk or dance again. But apparently that's not the case. It looks like it helps him with the choreography. But I mean, does this seem like brilliant choreography to you? I don't know a lot about dancing, but this doesn't seem brilliant at all. Anyway, so the next day Ryan drops Grace off at the studio. He notices that Anton's a little snappy with the dancers, especially when one points out that they haven't finished the choreography and the show is Friday. And then he also hears that one of the dancers hasn't shown up. 
And Anton says she left the company the night before. So back at the store, Jax found an entry in the manifest for a music box. It was sold to someone named Jeffrey Lear. Jack thinks, as would anybody, with any logic in their head, it's odd that two dancers committed suicide right as they were becoming big stars. He wonders if Anton's using the symphonia to help him with his choreography. Early Victorian symphonia. Collection of metal discs sold to one Jeffrey Lear. Anton Pascola has a symphonia in his office, and they're very rare. What, do you think Pascola's up to something? Well, it's odd, isn't it, that uh, his two leads should kill themselves right at the pinnacle of their success. He drove his dancers to the breaking point. He was obsessed with perfection. But we've dealt with obsessive people before, haven't we? Great dancers don't necessarily make great choreographers, Mickey. He might have needed an edge. So the rehearsal is not going well. Anton is screaming at all the dancers. But he compliments Grace, which she's kind of surprised about. Back at the store, Jack contacts Jeffrey Lear's mother to find out he passed away. He asks about the symphonia, but she hangs up on him. Ryan comes back to the store and wants to know what's going on, and Mickey tells him that Anton might have one of Uncle Lewis's antiques, the symphonia. Jack doesn't know what it does yet, but he asks Ryan to look around when he goes to pick up Grace at rehearsal later. Mrs. Lear, I don't want to intrude, but was there an antique symphonia among your son's effects? She hung up. What's this all about? Pascola may have one of Lewis's cursed antiques, a symphonia. What does it do? I'm not certain yet, but that tape that Grace was watching, it showed him using it to choreograph. You think it might have something to do with the suicides? It might. Jack and Mickey decide they need to go talk to Mrs. Lear in person. And when they get there, she really doesn't want to talk about the symphonia. But Mickey kind of talks her into it, and she tells him that her son was 25, he was a dancer, he was a friend of Anton's, Anton was injured, and she does say that Anton took risks as a dancer, so it was just a matter of time before he was injured. Jeffrey had given him the symphonia as a gift when he was injured. Anton decided to start his own troupe, he begged Jeffrey to join, and she says that Anton forced Jeffrey to dance himself to death. Pascola injured his leg. That was the injury that ended his dancing career. Everybody knew it would happen someday. The man always pushed himself to the limit. Jeff gave him the music box as a token of his respect. That when Pascola started his own company, Jeff joined it. Pascola practically begged him, and he worked Jeff to the bone. My son was barely 25 years old. They said he died of a heart attack. So Ryan goes back to pick up Grace at the studio, but instead of going into the rehearsal hall where she's dancing, we're we're thinking she's in danger because he's playing the symphonia and tells her he hasn't written the final duet yet. Ryan goes to the, I guess it's the physical therapy sports doctor room where the two lead dancers are. You know, he makes some small talk. He does notice that the woman's on the phone trying to get in touch with Anna. Who, who Anton said quit the night before. But both of them, even though they look like they're in excruciating pain, think the dance is worth it. In the studio, Grace is able to complete the next stand that she was doing. And he also tells her she was born to be a great dancer. And then he says he wants her to move in with him so she can concentrate on only dance, which is, she's 18. And then he makes her make the pledge. Not a donation, just like Anna did. You must be totally concentrated. Completely focused on the dance. You must live it every moment of your life. I want you to move in with me. I don't want anyone to interfere with that. 
repeat after me. I dedicate my body and soul to the dance. I dedicate my body and soul to the dance. So until he made her take the pledge, I was thinking that she wasn't going to be somebody that he killed, that he wanted to keep her as part of his troop because he had opportunities to kill her already. And that's kind of confirmed later that that was his intention, but he still made her take the pledge. So I'm not sure why he made her take the pledge because it seems to me like he wanted to keep her as part of his troop. So Brian and Grace come back to the store and Grace announces that she's going to move in with Anton. Jack is beside himself and Ryan says, we got to do something about this. Poor Jack. He's like struggling with raising a teenager pretty much because she's 18. Yes, that's of age, but still it's young. And Jack wants to call her father and I don't know why he doesn't. I guess in his mind she's an adult and she could do what she wants, but I would still call her father. Jack tells Ryan the story about Jeffrey. Jack also thinks that the symphonia can really only give him bits of choreography. He assumes that the choreography is as long as the strength of the dancer. So upstairs, Grace is mesmerized by the video. And it shows the dancing of the two window jumpers and of Anna, but it cuts off right before the deaths take place. In the studio the next day, Anton announces that Grace is going to dance the lead, which doesn't go over well with the rest of the troupe. And later on, the female dancer, I think her name was Susan, I keep calling her the female dancer, confronts Anton and I'm not going to go through all this. It's pretty much the same thing as Anna. She she thinks she should have the lead and she can choreograph that last part with him. So he tells her to come to the studio, which she does. She takes the pledge and she dances and she does a cartwheel. A cartwheel. Okay. Through a plate of glass and dies. But Grace sees all this and he sees Anton cursing her dead body for not being strong enough and he knew she wasn't good enough because apparently she didn't dance long enough to give him his ending. But Grace is there because Jack convinced her to stay at the store a few more days until he could figure out what was going on because he told her that he thought Anton was behind the suicides and the missing person. And Grace agreed, but we all knew that wasn't the truth and she snuck out of the house as soon as they all went to sleep. So she sees all this and she leaves. So the next day at rehearsals, Grace isn't there and Anton asks for her. And we figure that after she sees Susan go through a plate glass, whatever it was, and him cursing her dead body for not dancing long enough to finish the choreography, that she was not going to come back. But she does. And at first I was wondering if maybe she went back to the store and told them what happened. And her being back there was part of their plan to get the symphonia. Although I don't think Jack would have put her in that much danger. But obviously to her, and I think Ryan says this towards the end, to her the dance was more important than her life. As it seemed like the rest of them. They were like cult-like. So they rehearse and they get to the part where there was a cartwheel. Is it weird that there's a cartwheel in a dance routine? Or is it just me? So anyways, that means we know we're at the point where he has no more choreography. When the male dancer questions him about how they're going to perform that night without, without being able to rehearse because he doesn't have the choreography, he screams at all of them to get off the stage. So somewhere along the line, I think I missed it earlier, Mickey and Ryan go to Anna's apartment and they find her hanging in her closet. So it's another stage suicide. So I'm just kind of wondering how this guy who can barely walk made it from the studio to her apartment and hung her in the closet by himself. But apparently he did. And they report it back to Jack. That's when Jack talks to Grace about staying there for a few more days, which, as we know, didn't work. While this rehearsal is going on, 
Ryan is trying to break into the cabinet in Anton's dressing room, but the symphony isn't there. Anton catches him there, and Jack runs in to tell him that he wants to talk to him about Grace, but Anton throws them both out. He has the symphonia. It was either under or in his desk. So Grace goes to Anton's dressing room. He tells her that he's depending on her tonight. He tells her that they have to improvise the final sequence. So he tells her to let the music lead her. He also says he was hoping to save her for a while, which means he's going to have to let her die to be able to finish the performance, which to me means that he's going to have to let her die on stage if they're going to improvise. You wanted to see me, Anton? Yes. The final duet will have to be an improvisation. Can you do it? If you think I can. Yes, I know you can. I was hoping to save you, not to put you in this position, but it has to be. I'd do anything for you, you know that. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. Space, the final frontier, or is it? Discover the podcast of a couple of moms who love Star Trek and happen to have kids on the autism spectrum. Join Vicki and Elizabeth as we explore strange new worlds, the Star Trek Discovery series, autism, and whatever else comes to mind. We're Moms Going Boldly, and you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Player FM. Hey, Dud Gramley here from Yeah, That Can't Be Good. Please join Kim, Vicky, Skip, and myself over at Yeah, That Can't Be Good for an episode-by-episode podcast of all things Eureka. You can listen at EurekaRewatch.com on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So Mickey, Jack, and Ryan are leisurely drinking coffee, talking about how they're going to get the Symphonia back. Jack figures Grace is safe. Because there's no reason to kill anybody until he's choreographing something new. And Jack assumes, as any logical person would, that the show that's starting right now as they're talking would be complete. So as they're discussing this and planning how they're going to get the symphonium back, Mickey has the tape. And she's going to use the tape to get Grace to speak to her because she left it behind. So she says at least if she goes to return it, Grace will want to see her to get her tape back. But then she thinks about whether or not the killings were taped. So they all watch it. Like we said, it's pretty clear, at least for the two that jumped out the window, that they were leaping right at the window. So it's pretty clear that he cut the tape right before they died. But then at the end of the tape is Grace taking her pledge to the dance. Mickey remembers that Grace mentioned that the choreography was not complete. So now they all panic and they rush to the theater. Jack lets them out. Mickey and Ryan run in while Jack parks the car. They grab Grace as she steps off the stage. But Anton comes and Grace is able to get away and she goes back out on the stage to dance. So now we're getting closer to the finale, which isn't written yet. And Anton panics and tells the lead male dancer to take the pledge to the dance. But the dancer quit in the middle of the show. So now Anton, not knowing what to do, turns the music off, puts the guy's mask on, limps out on the stage. And he turns the symphonia on. He's going to finish the dance. So he picks up Grace and starts spinning her around and spinning her around. At some point, there's blood coming out of her mouth. There's blood coming out of his mouth. Jack gets to the symphonia and shuts it off. By the time he gets there, they both drop to the floor dead. So the audience, thinking this is part of the show, gives them a standing ovation. So Jack, Mickey, and Ryan bring the Symphonia back to the store. Jack is out of his mind with grief. He's throwing things. He's upset. You know, Ryan has to restrain him. And he also says to Jack, she knew what she was getting into. Jack doesn't understand. He thinks he could have done something. 
But Mickey tells him he really couldn't have done anything. He's devastated. Look, Grace knew what she was doing. She was just too caught up in it to stop. Could have done something! Gave her the chance to dance like an angel. That was more important than her life. No one could have convinced her there was anything more. <laughs> so it's pretty clear to me that she knew what she was getting into. Because she saw Anton watch, I think her name was Susan, Susan die. And she saw him stand over her body and tell her she wasn't good enough. But she came back. So my question is, usually the antique affects the person that owns it. So did the antique affect her because she took the pledge? Or was she really that into the dance, which I know some people are, that she would be willing to give up her life for this one opportunity to dance in this brilliant performance? Because we know Anton took over for the male lead knowing full well he would die. So I think Ryan's right in a way that she did know exactly what she was getting into. And I'm not sure that she was influenced by the the antique. I think she was just that much wanting to dance in this performance, even if it meant her death. So imagine being Jack. First, number one, losing someone who was like a daughter to him. And second, having to tell his friend who probably sent his daughter there, thinking that Jack would take care of her, to tell his friend that his daughter's dead. This was a sad one. So the Cursed Antique from Friday the 13th Wiki is a Victorian Symphonia music box that provides new choreographic material but kills the dancers in the process. So I like this one. The end was sad, and I really didn't think she would die because I know I said earlier when I thought she was Ryan's girlfriend that she was going to be dead by the end of the episode. And I know that everybody usually dies at the end. But I thought for some reason when he took the stage, I knew he was going to die. For some reason, I thought that his death would forfeit hers. I didn't think they'd both go. But when she was standing on the stage, when Anton decided to take over the part and she was just standing there on the stage in the mask, all I could think of was that episode that Mickey had the mask on and they brought her back to life. So I thought they made a switch and that was actually Mickey standing on the stage in the mask and the costume that they had her put the costume on to be on stage instead of Grace because she didn't take the pledge. So she wouldn't die once they started playing the symphonia, but she wouldn't have had time to do all that. But you know what? I'm no dancer, and I don't claim to be anything close to an expert, but all of this seemed like a bunch of rolling around the floor, spinning and flipping. It, it seemed like more of a gymnastic show, not a very good one. I mean, look, look. If you're going to do a show, and this is supposed to be some brilliant choreography that this cursed antique has given you, Make the choreography less of tumbling and cartwheels. And uh, I mean, at least make it look more like dancing. I don't know. (laughs) And even the spinning around at the end. Why was there a standing ovation for that nonsense? The whole thing looked like nonsense. It didn't even look graceful. Any of it. Even when they were in rehearsals, nothing looked graceful. Nobody was together. They were just flopping around. Nothing looked graceful. Nothing looked like it went together. It didn't flow. It was just ridiculous. And then he comes and spins her around for 10 minutes and he gets a standing ovation. I mean, if you're going to do a show about dancers, get actual dancers to do it, is my opinion. But otherwise, I like the episode. So we'll be back next week with episode 24 and Kim should be back by then. We'll see you then. This is Doug, reminding you to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash 13th Warehouse, on Twitter at Eureka Warehouse, and on Instagram at Eureka underscore Warehouse. You can listen to The 13th Warehouse on our website, the13thwarehouse.com. 
on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Theme music for The 13th Warehouse, Friday the 13th, the series edition. Suspense Night, provided by Anton Kornienko. Pixabay user 147-98912. Free for personal or commercial use. See you next time at the warehouse.